Hi, I'm Amanda, host of Bonita y Fuerte podcast. If it is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you're a day one, welcome back. I appreciate you all for even giving me this opportunity to, to speak to you today. I created this podcast to create a space for healing, to make my mess into a message, and if I could help and inspire someone else to turn their loss or, or their brokenness into a lesson and to victory, then we've won. Hello, everyone. Welcome back um, to the podcast, Bonita y Fuerte podcast. I hope everyone has been doing just so great. Um, if this is your first time listening, thank you so much for even clicking and even being interested into what I have to say. And it truly just means the world to me. And for everyone who this is not your first time and you've been a day one or just you've heard my show before heard my podcast before like welcome as well like that means the world to me as well um i hope everyone's been good i've been good i've been really good actually i've been in such a great space mentally um spiritually just in such a redefining place is what i would kind of consider this like chapter in my life right now I'm busy, like hella busy, but it's the good busy. It's the productive busy. It's the um, it's the optimistic busy. It's 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 just really good here. Like it's as cliche like I love it here right now. And I'm just enjoying the motions and I've been um trying to make time for a podcast episode but I've been wrestling with myself like this episode like if I'm gonna be completely honest this episode has been the episode that I've been putting off and not just specifically because it's the topic that I'm gonna go into but just more so because I feel like I'm in a space right now where my intentions are everything like every single thing like and I want to be mindful and intentional about what I say and how I um, just present myself, not just on this podcast, but in, in real life, um, in my relationships, in my friendships, in, at my job, with my children, just in general on how I'm using this topic on what I'm going to speak about right now. And how it's just been a major factor into my becoming. And not just my becoming, but my undoing of so much. And I've just been thinking, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into it as the podcast progresses or the episode progresses. But this has been the episode that I'm like, mm, I kind of like, who am I to even just speak? And who even cares? Who like, is it even impacting? Like all these negative thoughts and like, this procrastination but finally i'm like just do it <laughs> like every episode but i feel like this episode is more that is a, like before i feel like maybe it was just me being lazy or just being like i don't know just putting it off but right now it's a different procrastination it's not a, it's not it doesn't even feel right saying procrastination but anyway it's been a lot of that and I have my notes down. I've just been like really meditating on what I'm going to speak about. And what I'm going to speak about is just authenticity. And it's kind of something, it's just something that's unique to every single person, every single listener. It's not going to come off. What I think is authentic isn't going to be what's authentic to you or like the way you present yourself in authenticity. And that's the beauty of it. Like that's the point. Um, but yeah, I've been debating if I want to start with a song like like usual, but or if I just want to get into it and then just play a song at the end because, I don't know, I feel like I have a lot of notes. At first, I was like, oh my God, what do I even talk about? But I've literally been meditating on it, and every time I, I pray or like I 
that's a, that's the difference with this episode like it's really been a lot of prayer and a lot of meditating like okay are you sure you want me to say that like are you sure i have the right to speak on that and it's been like yes girl like i've just been getting so much confirmation which i love and that's just been a lot of my spiritual journey these past couple of months and yeah it's just great so this episode has a lot of intent intention behind it a lot of um what's the word just a lot of practice behind it because i'm not just speaking on it like i'm walking on it right now and i feel like that's what authenticity is you know when when you speak on it but when you do do it too like that line of nas where why shoot the breeze about it when you can be about it and that's really been a mantra for the past like year for me it's like don't just talk about it do it and so that's where i'm at right now but um authenticity so i was listening i wasn't i wasn't listening um i was just thinking about what it means to be authentic for me personally what does that authenticity look like and it's just been a lot of layers 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 so well obviously like i'm just gonna get into it i'm not gonna go ahead and and pick a song but um i'll pick one at the end but yeah so i as i go down this or walk this journey of authenticity i've just really learned to take one step at a time because there are so many layers to this and it's a lot of shadow work it's a lot of praying it's a lot of crying it's a lot of allowing myself to feel authentic joy and just to just stop crying for every single thing like um i'm in this um study group at at church right now currently and that's what i said i said something it's so funny because like they my church is in spanish and they speak in spanish and so whenever I, it's my turn to speak, I have um, one of the guys who sits next to me, he translates for me and it's so funny, but I'm like, this is the only way that I can feel comfortable getting my point across. And then there was this moment where I started speaking Spanish out of nowhere. And I mean, I know Spanish, I'm just very shy because like growing up, like I grew up in Lindsay. So there's like a lot of, a lot of kids whose first language was Spanish. And so when I spoke Spanish, they were like, why do you say it like that? You're not even saying it right. And so that was something that made me very insecure. But when I'm with my grandma or like when I listen to bed, I'm just kidding. But when I'm with my grandma, like I speak Spanish. And so, yeah, point being, I when I, it was my turn to speak, I don't know where my Spanish came out. And they looked at me and they're like, you know Spanish? And I'm like, I have no idea where that came from. But I said something, I'm not gonna say it right now, but I said something along the lines like, I just don't, I don't wanna cry whenever I feel like, like when I go and pray, like I don't always wanna be crying or like go in my prayer when I'm sad or, or I wanna feel joy too. I wanna be able to be like, dang, like this is, this is great. This is such a good feeling and let me, bask in that great feeling so it can um so it can just be be deeper like i i realized that my authentic self is joyful and that's what i want to just present in all aspects of my life as i grow older i just want to be more of myself um like i mentioned earlier like the journey of my healing isn't just about becoming someone who's more joyful it isn't about becoming someone who's more loving it isn't about becoming someone who's more patient it's just about it's not just about but it's also about undoing all these layers all these beliefs of all these these thoughts and ideas about myself that don't align with my most authentic self um i did actually look up the word authentic and it means um of disputed origin it means some it means genuine and the i looked up the etymology for it and the greek root for authentikos which means lord and i thought that was so interesting because in my journey when i went back to what does being authentic mean i remember listening 
to this preaching and he said when god made you god said he sat with the holy spirit he sat with jesus and they said let us make man in our image and they didn't mean like okay let me make him this this brown skin with brown hair brown eyes even though that's what i am but that the root of of that trinity was love and everything that flows from love and that's the most authentic self and so that's what i found interesting where it's like the root of authentic means lord and so i thought that was really cool like it just it's a great feeling when stuff starts to align and connect and you're like oh like ah oh, those aha moments and um i thought about what it means to be authentic again and there's such a peace that comes from being honest and being real and living your truth and being authentic to yourself and being yourself around others and just knowing that you're not manipulating anyone that you're not like trying to do anyone dirty to get like a specific um like to have a certain end goal like there's such a peace that comes with it and it's not linear like like i said there's layers there's layers of the beliefs the morals the opinions the biases that are laid on us by our parents, culture, friends, teachers, trauma. And I've learned like as I just go down this this journey that I don't want to identify as my trauma anymore. Like I don't want to just be the girl's like, "Oh yeah, single mom" or "Yeah, I did this" or "Yeah, I'm the girl whose mom passed away." Like I don't want that to be my story i don't want that to be my authentic title um i don't want any more like when i have vision for myself um, for my future and even for like for the podcast or like just i want to help not help i want to create a community and an environment for women and i don't want it when i prey on it and it's like i don't want it to be a trauma bond i don't want to trauma bond with women i don't want your issues to be or like to play with my issues because then it's just going to create a bigger issue and i'm not 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 saying like we're going to not get along i'm just saying like that shouldn't be our focus like obviously i care for women i care for women's story but i don't want that to be the end of your story like there's this thing that my dad and I have been saying lately and we call each other like every so often and it's 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 encouraging it's obviously like we don't um dismiss our our hardships like it's I'll get into that later but we have this this thing where it's like our story and we say something like damn like this day's been hard but but god and so it's like that's where we're letting our our story continue in that sentence but god and then we fill in the blank and i just i love that because i'm not trying to let my trauma bond be my story anymore and i'm letting that be my new story but god did this like yes things didn't work out with with my ex and I am a single mom and I am the but God brought me to such a great space mentally that I don't think that I would have ever felt the need to go to had I not been through that stuff or yeah my mom did pass away and we didn't have the best relationship but God like taught me so much about what I can do next with my daughter and how to heal myself and mother myself and that way i can be better for myself and for my daughter and for the next generations and i'm not saying to dismiss your your traumatic experiences but don't let that don't put a don't put a punctuation at it put a comma like don't let that be the end of your sentence um it's it's going to be like your tra your traumatic experiences are going to be a part of your authentic healing, but it's not your authentic self. Use that trauma. There is this amazing, just not this amazing, but when I was praying, I was like, God, like, 
and I just kept hearing him like if you push I'll pull if you push I'm gonna pull like if you push and you give this to me then I'm gonna pull you and I'm gonna bring you up into the next dimension and into this new dimension where you're you're sharing your story and you're um you're impactful you're insightful like that's where I'm trying to head to I'm not trying to sit down and pout and play in the sand with my trauma and be like oh like yeah this sucks because it's safe there it feels good to be down there it excuses you and that's what I did for so long and I was like really like that's what that's for to to just kick me and and let me stay down and then I got this revelation like no like if you push it God's gonna pull and bring you up and that's where I'm at in in this phase in life. I'm not letting the feelings of inadequacy or grief or or doubt just like control me anymore. Um, it's restricting my flow. It's making me impatient. It's making me snappy. It's making not me not confident. Well, it was. And sometimes, like I'm not gonna lie, I'm not perfect. Like I still get those feelings sometimes, um, but. I know not to wallow in it. I know to just take a breath and let it pass. Um, Those feelings don't serve my most authentic self. They're not connected to my authenticity. Like, yeah, I was a teen mom. And that's something that I'm not going to dismiss and put in the back burner. It's like, no, look, like that's gonna be I'm I was a teen mom and if I can do it I I made it I made it to this point where I'm at right now and I'm still going I'm still working and if I can do it you can do it too like that's my connection and people relate to your authenticity and where people can see themselves in me or in you and your deficiencies and your mess ups and the stuff that you're insecure about that you feel like you have to hide those need to be your biggest like hey look i did it it's safe over here you could do it too people want to believe in something people want to know that they're not alone like that's the number one thing in this life that people don't want to feel like they're going through this alone or that no one's going to understand and that's something that i didn't really like about myself like I was so sensitive I was so understanding and blah 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 and I'm and now I'm like that's my biggest superpower like being able to resonate with people and seeing myself in in you is something that's not weakness it's it's a superpower like it takes strength to be able to resonate with someone you don't even know and be like I may not like be in your circle but i understand your pain and that's what people want to hear sometimes and healing is hard and people need to know that it's okay if it gets hard it's supposed to be hard um like especially when i ask for i'm like okay god just like i remember the like two weeks ago i prayed like anything that's left in me that's traumatic that's not serving me that still wants to get me back to old patterns like expose it to me and take it take it because i don't want it it's not serving me like i don't want those feelings of inadequacy i don't want those feelings of guilt of shame of um of grief of grief i don't know why i said it with a b and Um, yeah. And so I started having like all these different experiences happen to me. And I I was like, oh my God, why is this happening to me? And it's like, girl, that's what you asked for. And I started getting these dreams and I'm like, oh my God, what does this mean? What does this mean? And it's like, that's what you asked for. Like, you got to be really careful what you ask for, because you got to be willing to, to be ready for all that comes with, with it. And, um, I love, um, I'm going to go back again to this book because it's literally the blueprint, but 
he talks about having a thorn and it's cool because in the bible it talks about that same story but it's about having a thorn in you and your thorn can be anything it could be i don't know anything that if someone says it like ooh, it pisses you off like it takes you over the edge like that's your thorn anything that can trigger you or can make you act outside of yourself like that's your thorn where people are like don't go there with me like don't cross that line with me that's your thorn and so when so the story goes on to be like okay well you have this thorn and you build a shield around it you conform your whole life your whole personality to protect that thorn, to make sure that no one hits it and that it does not get touched. And it's like, you can do that. You can build your whole life around it. You can put bubble wrap around yourself. You could put your whole, a whole bubble around you. You won't ever hug people. You will never get in close relationships with people because if you touch my thorn, like I'm gonna, something's gonna pop off. But, or you can do that shadow work. You can do that healing and you can take that thorn out and it's gonna hurt while you're doing it. It's gonna be painful. It's gonna, you know, but in the end, now you can experience life. Now you can get close to people. Now you can have joy. Now you can have peace. And whatever your thorn is, you just gotta go through the short-term sacrifice of feeling that pain, of doing the healing work in order to just live, like truly live um and be grateful for when your thorn is messed with because be grateful for situations that mess with your thorn because when those feelings arise it's kind of like it's kind of like a cheat sheet to where i know that i still need to have to have healing or to where or um or where i need to still let go of just ideas and that don't serve me and sometimes we think letting go um, is because we don't care and hanging on to it is like, no, this is like what all I have left, like with my mom. I remember feeling so bad because I was okay. And I'm like, no, that's so selfish of me. How can I be okay? Like my mom just passed away. I need to hold on to this grief because, because it is the only thing that connects me to her. I'm like, no grief isn't serving me grief has done nothing for me like it was torture it was useless it's such a useless emotion to it's not useless emotion but it doesn't serve me like i i don't know it's just for me like it did not serve me and like there's so many other ways that i can honor my mom and now whenever like I go to a big event or where I do something I always will take her necklace and it's it's kind of like hey like you're doing this with me like you're enjoying life with me and that's I talk to my mom still I pray like I those are ways that I honor her but me hanging on to grief and torturing myself and be like no I can't enjoy anything because my mom's not here and it's like no my mom's not here so I'm gonna enjoy it I'm gonna enjoy this life because that's what she gave me she gave me this life and it's kind of like a if you give someone a gift and you go over to their house and you see that it's still in the bag it hasn't even been used it hasn't even been touched you're gonna be offended like you're gonna be like okay well give it back to me like what did I give it to you for if you're not gonna use it it's the same thing with life. Like, do you, do you want it to be taken away from you? Like, if you're not even going to use it? Like, think of it in those terms. And that's the way that I thought of it. And it was a game changer. It provided so much love for me. It, it, it bridged this, this space between grief and life, between death and life, between love and grief. And... I don't know, like, I hope that made sense. I'm going to go back to this and hope that it made sense. Because, but yeah, it, it was just a insecurity, doubt, and grief. Grief. Oh my God, why can't I say that word right? They haven't done anything for me. Um, but yes, you'll feel those feelings coming up. You'll feel it literally bubble up inside you, like where you're like, oh, I'm heated. Like, 
those are the feelings that are trying to arise so that they can leave they don't want to it doesn't want to stay in your body those feelings don't want to be in your body your body doesn't want it that's why people get sick that's why people get anxiety that's why people get carpal tunnel like that's why people are stiff because there's so much toxicity in their soul and their spirit that wants to leave but you don't let it you think by holding on to it that it's serving you and Consider every time that you take that step back and that breath and picture or imagine the emotion or the feeling leaving with that breath of, of when you like exhale. And um, consider it every time you let go, it's an oppor opportunity for you to grow and to make space and build your endurance to keep going, to keep like, oh, I've, I've gone through this before. Let me just take a breath, step back. And let me keep moving forward. Like for me, I would literally say out loud, like, nope, anger, you're taking up space where my joy could be. Like sadness, you're taking up joy, space where my joy could be. Like you got to go. You got to go. Like you're, you're not going to live in my mind. You're not going to live in my spirit. You're not going to reside in my most authentic self. And it will leave if you, if you mean it. If you say it and if you mean it. And... I really dug deep and asked like, okay, well, who is the most authentic version of me? Because in reality, there are so many versions of ourselves. There's the version that when I'm with my friends, when I'm, when I'm with my family, when I'm at work, when I'm being a mom, there's a different version of me when I'm drunk. Like there's a different version of me when I'm single, as opposed to when I'm, when I'm dating, like which one is the real version of me? And I took a step back and I really thought of that. And instead of going based off of any of those personas, I really just came to God and came to my word and asked my creator, because my creator is the only one who can tell me who I am. And he has that right. Like you're not gonna go to, an artist isn't gonna paint this big, this big, um, sculpture and someone else is gonna be like oh yeah it's only worth that much it's like the artist is gonna know how much time they put into it the artist is gonna know how much material they put into it and what the value is and so you can't go outside of your creator or outside of yourself to be like okay well who who am i like you're not gonna get it like that in the ever-changing world like you're not and when i went to my word or when i went to my creator it says that I'm loved. It says that I'm accepted. It says that I'm strong. It says that I'm more precious than rubies. It says that I don't have to fear, that I'm all of this amazing stuff that I really didn't believe about myself at the time. And once you start putting your identity into that, you just do things like you don't have to do you realize that you don't have to do things that were only killing like your spirit killing your vibe like adding those layers to make it i don't know just adding those layers on top of what wasn't really you um it's like a mask and so everything that god said or like the word or yeah god said that i was I made that the new me and I showed up in every situation as that and it takes time. I'm not saying like I'm the most patient and loving and like accepting and forgiving person, but I always make my heart posture to be that version of me. Like I always make it a point to be like, I always make it my intention to be that version of me. Um, when I show up as my most authentic self, it gives my daughter, my sisters, my children, everyone connected to me, you listening to this podcast to do the same. It makes me such, when I remember not only who I am, but whose I am, it makes me do stuff different. Like, cause I'm not even going to lie. Like, I know this will probably be out there, but I used to be a hoe. <laughs> like... I'm not even going to lie. And it's funny because I don't admit that. Like, but 
And it's so beautiful to see like there's such a difference in the way I carry myself in how I spend my time and what I do when no one's watching. Like it's so different Can, because I know who I am now. I know the most authentic version of myself doesn't do that. I know the most authentic version of myself doesn't have to do that. I know the most authentic version of myself doesn't have to entertain anyone who calls, everyone who calls me pretty. Like, there's such a different walk that I walk now. And the best compliment is when people tell me, like, I had a friend tell me the other day who's like, you carry yourself so different. And I'm like, thanks. And he's like, no, like, I mean it. Like, it's, it's. Um, what is, what is the word? He, it was basically like, it's, oh my God, I'm stuck. I don't even want to open my phone to like see the, what the message was. But it was like, like evident, like you can feel the difference. I'm like, thanks. And so even my dad, I remember a while ago, we were walking and I was walking in front of him. He's all, dang girl, you like got a, got a strut to your walk now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I forgot what I said, but it was, it felt good to hear that, to know that the inner work is really radiating on the outside. Like my skin is bomb. Like I feel like there's such a glow to me and I'm still working. I'm not there. I don't think I'll ever be there, but my intention is always there in remaining my most authentic self. And when I show up as that, and when I show up as myself, it gives everyone connected to me permission to do the same. Like, hey, like I'm, I'm, my confidence is so much better, but I'm also humble enough to know that it's not just me. Like anyone could do this. Like I know where I was. I know what kind of childhood I have. I know where I, where I've been. I know what I've been through. To know, like, if I can do it, so can you. And that's really just my goal with this podcast now, is to just stop people from disqualifying themselves. Like, I can't. Like, my excuses growing up was, well, I didn't have a two-parent household. I had addicts for parents. Like, I was a teen mom. Who am I to speak to people? You know, like, those were all my excuses and... It's funny because like I was even battling that with for the past week, like, even today, like I was battling with that yesterday and today and I heard this preaching and I feel like preachings and sermons are like the best way. I always pray before I watch a sermon. It's kind of like, you know, when you say grace before eating, like that's soul food for me. So before I watch a preaching, I say grace. I'm like, right, Holy Spirit, you brought me here and speak to me in a way that I know that's you. Speak to me in a way that's personal. Speak to, speak to me in a way that I know what to do next or what I know not to do next or what I won't do next. You, you get the idea. But that's something that I do. And in the sermon that I was watching, um, she says, there's something connected to you. And once you, you don't have to have all the answers. You just got to go. Like so many of us were like, well, let me know and then I'll go. It's like, no, when you go, then you'll know. And I saw that today too. I was going through Pinterest and I saw a quote that was kind of like that. And it really resonated with me. And it said, man says, show me and I'll trust you. And God says, trust me and I'll show you. And I'm like, all right, like, you know what? I'll, I'll make this episode. I'm like, I'll do it. I don't, I had the notes down, but they were really all over the place. I had no organization for it. And I was, I prayed before like reorganizing my notes. So that way I can just go ahead and start recording. And this is the result. So, so yeah, um, don't disqualify yourself. Like there is a need that has my name on it, that has your name on it. And tr life tried to take me out. Life tried to take you out. But I know that everything can be used for our good. Everything, everything, even my little whole phase and my whole story can resonate with someone and be like, dang, like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Like, there's no love here. There's no connection here. There's no growth here. And rise up, you know, like everything that 
I did back then that I thought was cool, blah, blah, blah. In reality, like it was hurting me. Like it, it didn't serve me. And I know that I can use that story as funny to some others that it may be, or like as TMI as it might be, like it's the truth. And this is what I'm talking about, being your most authentic self, because when you are, there's power in it. There's people who can see themselves in that. And yeah, like it's just, the whole thing is like, I just want everyone to just get get the layers out of the way. And I know that I'm the one qualified to do this podcast and to talk about this because like I said I've gone through I've gone through it and I'm still here and again if I can do it so can you. I know that I'm the only one qualified to raise my kids to work in the in the area where I work doing what I do. And I just have to learn to let my personality, my words, my thoughts, and my actions line up with the most authentic version of myself. Um, Whatever's in front of you, whatever's in your heart, whatever task is at hand, nothing can stop you. When you show up to the room, to your household, to your kitchen, to your marriage, to your relationships, to the bathtub, to the office, to the classroom, to the meeting, and say, God sent me here let's do it there's power in that just reading that was like oh girl like there's so much power in knowing like god brought me here and this the whatever is in front of me i'm gonna give it my all whether it's making dinner for my kids whether it's helping my daughter do homework whether it's giving my bath my bath my son a bath whether it's being with my learners at work, whether it's doing an assignment at school, whether it's just driving, because if I'm not putting my all in my driving, there's going to be consequences. Like I can hit a car, a car can hit me, I can crash. There's so much to the mundane stuff that we think is just little. Like if you don't give your all to what's in front of you right now, it could literally be life or death. And especially with my daughter, like my daughter, Layla, she is a work. (laughs) She is healing for me and testing my Christian, like, ugh. But I know that my heart posture needs to remember, hey, if you don't want to end up how you and your mom ended up, you need to do things differently. And so with my daughter, Layla, I'm like, I listen to every little thing, whether I think it's, it's important or not. If her conversation is in front of me, I try to be all in. I don't have my phone now. I don't like, I just try to be present in the moment because if she learns that it's okay to come for me for the little stuff every 10 seconds, she's going to be okay with coming to me with the big stuff. You have to listen to the little stuff in order to receive the big stuff from your kids. And because if she thinks like, oh, my mom won't care or like, oh, my God, my mom's going to get mad. Like I need to come at everything that she comes with me with love, with my full attention and with with patience, because it's hard. It's so freaking hard and it's so draining. But I know that the end goal is knowing when my daughter is an adult and she's in trouble, she's going to call me because she's going to know I know my mom's there. And so you always have to look at the bigger picture while remaining in the present moment. Um, Like this, there was this quote that I saw, like the sun under, it doesn't go exactly like that, but I'm paraphrasing. It's like the sun under great clouds. The sun is always there. Our authentic self is always there. We just got to chase the clouds away. We got to remove those clouds. We got to remove those layers that don't serve us anymore. And I keep talking about there, 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 and like, where's there? And the way that um, I think about it is think about, think back to when you were a kid. What did you enjoy doing? And honestly, like my kids have been my greatest teachers, especially being more self-aware and self-reflective with my son not just with my son, but I'm in that space where I'm more aware and seeing my son, he's so, he's joyful. He's, 
you know, well, around me, he can be a grouch around other, like, strangers. I always, I'm always like, he's a quarantine baby, like, don't take offense to it. But kids are joyful. I'm around kids all day, every day, and I love it because they're joyful. They remind you to be loving, to be excited about stuff, to be so forgiving. And even in the Bible, it says, like, let the children come to me. Like, you have to have a childlike spirit because children have so much faith. Children are so, they don't think about the past. They don't think about the future. They're, they're the most present humans without even thinking about it. And it's like, you have to go back to that heart posture. What did you enjoy doing? What did you want to be when you grew up? Grow, grew up? Um, those are such, I don't know, just everyone just kind of dismisses kids. And I love working with kids because they really are your greatest teacher. They keep me childlike, you know, they, they let me jump off things. They let me, they remind me to just live, you know, and when, when you allow your child, your inner child to really just come out because that's your most authentic self, that your child, your inner child is part of your most authentic self. And when you do that and become your most authentic self, you walk different, you talk different, and you're going to lose people. That's something that I don't want to like dismiss, but you're going to lose people and you're going to be you're going to be different and it might be intimidating to other people because they were so stuck to this idea and version of you. And so now that you're not your traumatic self or something that they resonate with or someone who's, you know, sitting down playing with with your guys's trauma, once you get up, they're going to be like, well, what the heck? They're going to take offense to it. They're going to think, oh, you think you're better than me or blah, blah, blah. And I had someone who was like that and it sucked. And instead of them taking my hand, like not everyone is supposed to go with you. And that's something that I posted the other day. Like not everyone is supposed to go on this journey with you and that's okay. Like let them figure out their own journey and hopefully they meet you at this spot and hopefully it's beautiful and it's better and it's there's fireworks and there's just so much love. But in this moment, you have to elevate for you. Um, you can't be around people who don't let you elevate. You can't be around people who remind you of like, oh, ahora sí, like, like now you're all holy, now you're all this, like, like you can't be around those people. And you, like I said, you're gonna lose people, but the reward is you. You're gonna come back to yourself, and you are the bridge that connects generations. Make it beautiful make it a beautiful path so that the next person so that your daughters so that your cousins so that your sisters can walk through it and be like wow like just make it a beautiful path um there's this there's this movie i don't remember what it's called exactly but it's with rachel mcadams and channing tatum and she gets in a car accident and the husband she wakes up in the in the hospital and doesn't remember her past life. She doesn't remember anything about it. She doesn't remember him. And I always hang on to this to this story, but it was kind of like an analogy with with us. So we come into this world and when we come into this world, it's like her waking up and not remembering anything. And her husband is an analogy for spirit, for our creator, for God who tries to remind us of who we are. And he's like, don't you remember me? Like, we have connection. That's why something feels off because this isn't you. Like, he tells her this isn't you. And he's like, what are you doing? And he tries so hard to get her back. And in the end, like, she chooses a different path and he's there, like, he's he's desperate, he's upset. He's, he's almost close to giving up. I don't remember the movie exactly how it goes anymore, but I remember this analogy. And in the end, when she does start to go back to what she likes or her most authentic self, she returns to him. And it's kind of the same way we have to let go of these ideas, these 
these um, fears to return back to our authentic selves. And nothing can stop your authentic life, life's purpose. And you just have to trust it that no matter which path you take, no matter how dark it may seem right now, like you will always find your way back home. And if not, like you'll, you'll always feel this tug that's like, hey, wrong way, wrong way. But I really hope that that doesn't become your life. Like, I really hope that you do just get down to who you really are and the others be, have the strength and the courage to take that other path back to you. And like I said, it's hard, it's messy, it's, I cry <laughs> like a lot, but a lot of it is good cries because. Well, not a lot of it is good cries, but some of it is good cries because are good cries because I'm like, dang, everything that tried to destroy me, like, didn't, and it can't, and it won't. And as long as you remain your authentic self, which is joyful and and loving and patient, I'm not saying you have to let people walk all over you because trust me, you cannot walk all over me. <laughs> like, there's that's part of loving yourself. Like letting people walk all over you is an insecurity and standing up for yourself is self-love, is walking in who God created you to be. Cause it's like, I don't gotta deal with that. I'm like, I don't need to put up with that, you know? And so, but yeah, um, this was a lot of me talking. <laughs> I hope that you can just that this was helpful for you. I hope that this was something like, a, like, I hope a seed was being planted today with you, with us. And this was my most intentional podcast. And I really hope that it reaches who it needs to reach. Like, that's just my prayer. That's my hope. That's my goal. And I love you guys. Thank you for listening to me. I'm going to go ahead and play a song. I'm a big music person. I love listening to music. I love discovering new music. And when I'm able to find music that the same style and genre that I love, um, but it also has like that same message that resonates with me and that encourages me, it's always the best feeling. So I found this song and um yeah i just the message is good the sound is good and i hope you guys really enjoy it it's called i love you by judith um, featuring dante bow and aaron moses aaron moses and dante bow are part of maverick city music and if you haven't heard them i love them um, i took my daughter to go see them last year in fresno and it was just a beautiful experience but i love their music i just love it um but yeah here is i love you um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. You guys can go ahead and follow me on the Bonita y Fuerte podcast. Message me. I love hearing your guys' feedback. Um, if you have questions, concerns, criticism, like anything, just let me know. And I'll be more than happy to just respond. Like, it's fun. I love talking to people. I don't really talk to people. So whenever I have that opportunity to just speak on something like this, like it really just does my heart good. But I hope to um, hear from you guys. And thank you for listening. As always, my name is Amanda. And have a great week. Have a great week. I really hope this was helpful to just, even if it's just one person, like that's all I really care about. Like just helping people and I'm always here. I'm always here. Shoot me a message if you need to. Um, yeah, well, I'll let you guys go now. Um, thank you for listening again, and I'll see you guys next time. Tell me you love me.